0: This is the Sticks and Stacks podcast with Sean Drotar and Jen Piacenti. Welcome to Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network. My name is Sean Drotar, your host. If you like, you can follow me on Twitter at S-T-R-O-T-A-R. It is September 14th, getting into the middle of the season, and this playoff chase is fully underway now in the middle of the month, middle of the season. (laughs) <laughs> it's one of those days. Feels like a Monday, but it's not a Monday already. Joining me now is our baseball coach Jennifer Piacenti, Follow her on Twitter at Jen P-I-A-C-E-N-T-I. And presumably, you know what to, the week it is exactly.
1: Well, actually, no. I was having the same problem. <laughs> I kept looking. I'm like, wait a second. Is it Monday or Tuesday? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's 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 uh, all a blur that now we're getting there's but there are some great matchups in baseball right now there's some exciting uh situations here you know some of these players getting back off injured list uh white Sox got lucas g and and uh tim anderson back so we're starting to see uh some of these contenders get healthy which is pretty exciting we'll tend to look at a couple games here uh one In the NL Central, we'll start with, it. you have one of the contenders, the Cincinnati Reds, in Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh against, well, a a non-contender, the Pittsburgh Pirates, the second-worst team in the National League. But as we've done this before, there are always opportunities in matchups that you may not be thinking of at least tuning into.
1: Yes, there are always opportunities. So we have Wade Miley versus Dylan Peters tonight. Uh, Miley has been one of the surprises of this year. He's pitched to an ERA of only 2.89. The Reds, again, a 521 club facing the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are 364. Uh, They have scored the second least amount of runs since August 1st, whereas Cincinnati is tied for the 11th most. So looking at this game, obviously, the Reds are the favorites. Uh, Now, Peters has actually yet to allow more than three earned runs in a start, So the Pirates have a bit of a chance here. Um, But Miley, again, has been excellent. In two starts versus Pittsburgh this year, he surrendered zero earned runs and struck out 11 across 13 innings pitched. But here's what's fun. I went over to SI Sportsbook today. Those of you in Colorado, you can now place bets over on SI Sportsbook. And I don't know Yeah, that's you. That's right. I don't know if this is a typo or a misprint or if there are lots of Pittsburgh fans in Colorado, but you guys need to jump on this right now. Cincinnati on the run line. So that's minus one and a half. Is it plus money, plus 100? And none of the other books have that. So on SI Sportsbook, if you take the run line for Cincinnati, it is plus 100. And the under for tonight, which I do think this is going to hit the under, I think Wade Miley will you know, keep the Pirates at bay. And I think that the Pirates pitching can do enough to keep this under uh, eight and a half is plus 100. So I like both those bets. And I might even parlay these to get an even bigger payout.
0: There you go. Of course, keep in mind, if you're looking in, in DFS or even you're looking at player props, obviously you're going to look at the top players on the Reds. Joey Vado's at a bounce back year. Nick Castellanos. But don't forget about Brian Reynolds. And you know what? If you're not uh, watching the Pirates, which I don't blame you, uh, if you haven't been watching them, you probably don't know who I'm talking about. Well, Brian Reynolds is their left fielder. Reynolds this year has put up numbers, 299, 23 homers, 85 ribbies. if he was on a bunch of other teams right now, you'd be hearing about Brian Reynolds, who's 26 years old, is one of the breakout young players in Major League Baseball. The problem, of course, is sometimes as it happens, he just happens to be a really good player on a really bad team.
1: So true. And actually, he is even specifically good versus lefties, So he's a good play tonight for your DFS, as is Castellanos, as you mentioned, batting 310 versus lefties with eight homers. And Jonathan India batting 317 with three homers. Both of those are going to be spend up options. But if you want to save a little, Kyle Farmer is batting 266 with six home runs. And he's going to be basically free either on DraftKings or FanDuel tonight.
0: I always like those. You got to get the cheap ones because then you can get the stars that you, you feel comfortable with. That's always good too. So we'll move over. We'll head back over to Texas where we have a battle of Texas going on as well. Uh, once again, teams going in opposite directions. The Houston Astros, 84 and 59, heading to the Rangers, who are 53 and 90. And as you can expect, yeah. under 500 at home. Oh, and in case you were wondering if there were better chances for Texas, Jordan Lyles is on the mound. He has an ERA of five and a half, roughly. And, oh, just that Zach Granke guy's on the hill for Houston. So, Jen, help me out. What are you finding here?
1: I know this is a tricky one to bet. You know, the Houston run line at minus 133 is my first reaction here because, you know, Lyles has an ERA of 5.43, as you mentioned. In fact, he was so bad as a starter earlier in the season that they moved him to the bullpen. And now they got to trot him back out tonight as a starter. The Astros are hot. They pummeled Rangers last night in the Rangers home ballpark 15 to 1. Now I don't know how Lyles, uh, how long he's going to be able to go in this game, but the Texas bullpen has the seventh highest ERA since August 1st, and Houston has the fifth best. Now on the bump for Houston is Zach Grinky. Greinke's been out for about two weeks due to COVID, so we can read this either way. He's going to be rested and have a good arm ready to go, or maybe he's gonna be a little shaky after being out with COVID. He was vaccinated, by the way, just for the record, Uh, but he and his family did contract COVID. Um, So what I'm looking at here is actually the over. I like the over here. It's a high run total, I know, nine and a half, but that's how you get it into plus money at plus 105. You know, Grinky does allow some contact. His last few starts haven't been the sharpest, even though he's been good overall. Uh, Coming back, you know, they may have to get into the bullpen. I don't know. But the Astros, they have been so hot lately. They were so good last night. If you want to turn this into plus money, I think the over on nine and a half is where I would go. Now, for uh, FanDuel and DraftKings, you want to get Altuve in your lineups. He has two homers and a slugging 909 and 11 at bats versus Jordan Lyles. And your value play here is going to be Chaz McCormick if he starts, who has two homers and just five at bats versus Lyles. Now, do bear in mind. If you wanted to take the dog here and take the Rangers, it's not a bad play because, quite simply, Houston has trouble beating sub-500 teams for some reason. So it's not the worst play, uh, but I am taking Houston here.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's the right call and the over as well. Keep in mind, you pointed out that Zach Greinke, who's look 11-5, 366 ERA, he's been a good this year. But at the same time, uh, strikeouts are down 110 and 159.2 innings. And uh, when you look at the home runs, he's given up 25 on the year. Now, of course, that's not Jordan Lyles, who in 155 innings has given up 36. But these guys do have games where they give up runs. And and I'm with you. I think this makes sense. You can presume that Lyles, with a a 5.5 ERA, roughly 5.43, is likely to give up runs. And if, if Granke and Lyles actually just hit their ERA, you're talking about nine runs right there. So a slightly better offensive night for by either of those teams, and you're right at it. So I think that one is a particularly a good fit when you look at some of those players. Of course, so many Astros are a good fit. As you pointed out, trying to find a bargain there is a little bit difficult. But uh, there, there are, there's some things you can find, especially when you saved up maybe in the last game because you want some of the guys like Jordan Alvarez versus Jordan mm-hmm. Lyles. Um the home run thing. <laughs> I got the whole home run deal, guy that hits them and guys that gives them up. That's um that's what I like to put in my DFS or my player props is those kind of matchups. We have one more for you, and we'll take a look at uh, give you a little bit of a recap of what we went over. We'll do that in just a moment, right here on Sticks and Stacks. Welcome back to Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network. My name's Sean Drottar. Jennifer Piacenti is with me our baseball expert and joey you know, looked at a couple already we're going to look at one more matchup go over to the al central we have uh, the indians had, trying to hang on 69 and 72 trying to go and hang on see if they can get a winning record this season and the minnesota twins who don't have a chance at one maybe one of the more disappointing teams in baseball this year
1: Absolutely. They have been disappointing after going to the postseason in the last couple of years. Uh, this is an interesting one again, because we have Logan Allen, who's been terrible with an ERA over six for Cleveland. And then on the other side, we have Charlie Barnes, who's been terrible with an ERA over six for Minnesota. However, for some reason over on Bet MGM, Cleveland money line plus 100. I saw that. Yeah. Weird. So- Before that moves, go get on it, because essentially these two teams are pretty evenly matched, but Cleveland is actually just a little bit better. So I'm not sure why they're getting plus money. Minnesota's put up the sixth least run since August 1st. Cleveland has had more offense. They still have Jose Ramirez. They still have Fran Reyes. So if I think teams are fairly evenly matched, I'm taking the plus money. And I actually think Cleveland is a bit better. So I don't know why, but go get it.
0: Yeah, the over-under actually in some places is as low as seven Seven. and a half. Again, we just went through Greinke and and Jordan Lyles. If these guys just hit their average, they're giving up 13. runs if they were to go whole game so you get the idea of how explosive this game could theoretically be Uh, I I look at that over under too and I'm thinking wow why in the world would I want to take the under on that so I think there's some great opportunities here for for folks in this Minnesota Cleveland game and we talked about some individual players you mentioned of course some of the really talented players on Cleveland Uh, I, I feel like for me, by default, here in Minnesota Twins, I think of my guy, Jorge Polanco, over at shortstop with 30 homers. Going to have a probably a 100-RBI season with a, a couple good weeks at the end. Uh, obviously, one of the great DFS players and someone you can look at a player prop as well, especially when facing somebody like Logan Allen, 1-6 of six the 686 ERA.
1: Absolutely. I mean, Jorge Polanco has been the surprise of the season, and he's no longer inexpensive over no. there on FanDuel or DraftKings, but he's worth every... Penny, there should be a lot of runs scored in this game. Obviously, the you know it's a doubleheader today, so it is a seven-inning game. So that seven total, seven and a half total looks low, and it it is, but it's not quite as low as it looks. But that's definitely. a
0: very good point.
1: Still hammering
0: over here. Yep. Very, very good point. But the header, still changing things. You have to keep that in mind, especially in these last couple of weeks when maybe some of these teams are making up some rainouts or something like that from earlier the course of the season earlier. Well, let's take a look back at, at these three matchups that we're going over and highlighting. And Jen, just give me your favorite, your favorite uh, betting opportunity from each one. Let's start with Cincinnati and Pittsburgh.
1: Let's start with Cincinnati. Uh, We're going to head over to SI Sportsbook for this one because of the odds. We're taking Cincinnati on the run line at plus 100. And also over there, you get plus odds for the under on the run total as well. I like both those bets, but specifically uh, Cincinnati run line, uh, that's minus one and a half, is plus 100.
0: Yeah, I like that one too. That's get on that while you can i suppose there in houston yep. uh at texas of course one-sided matchup in theory but uh, there are opportunities your favorite betting situation here
1: i'm going to take the over here to turn this into plus money over nine and a half runs scored i'm just going to bet on astros hot bats and the fact that grinky is going to allow a little bit of contact in his first start back
0: all right that makes sense too uh also don't be surprised if he's dealing so a little right. bit of uh, volatility there when you have those pitchers coming back especially when they're good like granky and our final game Cleveland at Minnesota.
1: we're taking Cleveland to win money line plus 100 baby
0: yep that one's easy I, I don't even know why that was happening so that's why what we do here at sticks and stacks Jen is finding some of the best opportunities for a for you on any particular day we'll do this again this week we do it a few times a week uh, all baseball season long if you if you're first time listening welcome if it's your second third 20th thank you very much for tuning in and let us let your friends know you can always subscribe right probably there's probably a little button you can click right under our screen right now yep that one right there just just poke it subscribe and you'll get all of these uh, sent to you as soon as possible jen thanks so much for all that insight
1: you're you're welcome it's my pleasure sean i love when we find sneaky values like this
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, lots of fun. So hopefully uh, you can take advantage of that and have a little bit of fun. Hopefully, hey, come out ahead. For Jennifer Piacente, we'll do this later this week. My name is Sean Drotar. Thanks for listening to Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network.